0: All right, we are live. We have a lot to go over today. There's gonna be five main things I wanted to cover today. Number one, what is the current protocol for seeing houses today? Number two, what are the mortgage guidelines and how has that been impacted uh, given to various uh, external factors? Number three, we'll talk about construction is actually no longer an essential service. This was updated not too long ago. We're going to go for number four related to the market update. I'm actually going to do a deeper dive into San Mateo County and Santa Clara County. So you can see what has happened uh, in those markets over the uh, over the last several weeks, week by week, and things how things are starting to play out. And then number five, we'll talk about, uh, I get this question all the time, should I refinance now or should I refinance later? I'll tell you the pros and cons and what when it likely makes sense for you to do so. So, number one, the first thing, the current protocol for seeing a house. Uh, here shared on my screen is basically the guidelines that, is, that are shared for each of the counties. San Mateo County has its own, Santa Clara has its own, but for the most part, they follow in line with this. Uh, most of it should be done virtually, if at all possible. However, you know, once they, do, once they see it virtually, they, people read the disclosures, they may want to go see it. And if it's vacant, we can go see it together uh, by appointment. However, if there is somebody living there, that is a, a different challenge altogether. So we'll have to work something out in those scenarios. But that's the current uh, protocol when it comes to seeing homes uh, at this at this stage. So. Uh, Everything is going to be case by case, but the idea is that you want to do as much research that you can and use basically the walkthrough as the final decision-making point if you're going to make an offer or not make an offer. All right, so number two, we're going to go over the mortgage guideline side. This was uh, recently posted just yesterday. Mortgage credit availability doubles to a five-year low. And most of this is because of the tightening of the market when it comes to the credit side, uh, a lot of the riskier loan products, such as there are several products like non-qualified mortgages, where people in the past, as long as they're able to put you know twenty-five percent down, they didn't actually have to show income. So you had those programs that had been uh, phased out uh, over the last several weeks. Uh, number two. Um, banks are being more conservative right now as well. I've seen even jumbo loans, the refinances of those uh, being significantly limited. I've also seen uh, standard purchase loans uh, for jumbo products increasing the percent down. So in general, it it is a little bit harder to get loans, but there are still products out there. So you always want to confirm and check in with your uh, lender to see if you are affected in any way. And if so there are ways to do it but you have to ultimately uh, just confirm and double check and if there is any sort of risk we'll need to ultimately put in a you know different contingencies in place to make sure you're protected but it's something to be aware of that if for sure credit markets have tightened but it also will impact not just new loan products but also refinances so that's something to be aware of now Number three uh, is about the shelter in place um, and relate to construction. So uh, I partner with a general contractor and we've been building out in-law units for some time and we were just fine uh, even with the shelter in place previously, but because of the restriction that was implemented not long ago, now all new construction uh, cannot be done. I think there's actually only one aspect Uh, which is considered essential which is affordable housing um but that's significantly less than most of the things that are happening all across the bay area so it's very difficult um and i'll go over later on about the market update that inventory is very tight and has always been tight here in the bay area but with this restriction you know in-law units can't be done most uh remodeling work likely can't be done Uh, so it just makes it a lot more difficult Uh, For for them to continue their work, but also uh, For new housing to come on so I would suspect that everything will be pushed out at least one or two months uh, Until this gets changed. So this is newer where construction was essential uh, When everything else was locked down, but uh, I believe just last week now it's uh, more restrictive and, and they can't even go out either so Uh, In terms of the analysis, this is what uh, I find very interesting. So I'm going to do two, one of San Mateo County, one of Santa Clara County. And I will share all of these links later on so you can have access to it. Uh, You can see this is the very first one, which is San Mateo County. And you can see the very big trends and changes that have occurred uh, before uh, COVID. We can say it's B.C. and after COVID. Right. So the shelter in place in the Bay Area was, I believe, on March 17. And you can see the substantial drop of new listings in the county. I mean, on a week by week basis, it went 153, 146, and it dropped by basically 60 percent within a week. But you can notice that new listings have been pretty stable. So after that, it's been pretty consistent in terms of new listings hitting the market. I actually just signed a new listing myself uh, in San Mateo. And so we'll be going through, and I'll likely go over through a a video in the future of what uh, I will be doing to market it um, in this environment. But as you can see, uh, it's pretty stable in terms of new listings because people still need to sell. People still need to move. um, But it has been a substantial drop. And we'll go over what that means from a, a market dynamics later on. The other thing I wanted to point out is when the shelter-in-place was happened, you can see the number of transactions that fell through. Uh, A lot of people backed out during that time because people were very scared. And over over time, that number actually decreased, but it was still a a relatively high number. However, anyone that's pretty much making an offer or at this stage, because we're about three to four weeks in. you're not going to see too many transactions fall through anymore uh, because people have that expectation uh, and people are aware of they're even going to place an offer to begin with because many people, right, It got they got caught by surprise, but now um, they may not even be in the market to begin with to even have a reason to back out. You can see the amount of uh, the ratio, right, in the past, of contingent offers in the bay, uh, in San Mateo county versus pending offers. So the ratio initially was very, it was pretty low. It's about 20%, 20, 25%. And it still was that way leading up to it. You can see after that week, this week the contingent and pending is gonna be a little bit different because most people had actually already seen the house that weekend, right? So they didn't need to have a contingent offer because they've already visually seen it, they're pretty comfortable if they were okay from a financing perspective. You can see the amount of contingent versus pending has drastically changed weeks later. So now it's almost half, it's a little bit better the following week and now it's it's more like 30%. So people have gotten more used to it, um, but there's also significantly less offers uh, and less going into contract than before. The other thing to note is related to the number of sold. Now, when it changes to sold, keep in mind, this is all uh, delayed information, right? Because it'll change the status from either pending or active to sold once everything closes, so the close of escrow. Now, the close of escrow typically is, uh, you know, let's say 30 days these days here in the Bay Area, mainly because some, some things got prolonged. So you can see it was very consistent week by week, even all the way up until this week. However, this week, if you think about it reversely, the ones that are closing this week are likely still maybe early March or mid-March because we're about three to four weeks through the shelter. But You can see the number of sold has has dropped drastically. The other number that I'll point out is related to the listing canceled and expired or withdrawn. This is an incredible number. You know, in the past, 18 was kind of the basis point, 16. And then as soon as the shelter-in-place happened, 119 listings got canceled and pulled out. Now, it doesn't mean that they're gone for good. I've seen many of them just go, you know, off market. But a lot of them are now wait and see. And if you think about it, it's rightfully so. Um, For example, if you still live in the house, many people are very concerned with strangers coming into the house. Uh, and how do you, you know, how do you ensure the safety and cleaning it? So unless it's vacant, uh, a lot of people are just kind of waiting and seeing. But you can also note that over the course of time, as people are now familiar with the, the scenario, there's much less people backing out. Even at this point, you have less than the average in the past. So here you'll see the chart of that. Um, You'll see the chart of that, how that has affected in San Mateo County over time. Now, what does this, overall, what does this mean, though? If you look at the number of listings and you look at the number that's sold and that's going pending, the interesting part at this time is that ratio. So even though the buyer pool has dropped um, pretty significantly, as you can see, the number of, of offers, but the number of properties to be bought that are on the market has dropped substantially. So from a ratio perspective, people will always ask and think, will prices drop? The challenge right now is it's very hard because there's very little inventory. That's an inherent problem right now, right? Um, So as you can see from an inventory level perspective, this is the month of inventory uh, throughout the years we've dropped very substantially and we're getting close this is basically getting close to almost about a month worth of inventory so you have this problem right now where there are still people selling as you can see there's still people buying but prices are not really going to drop too much just yet because there's so little for people to choose from and i would also argue at this point Um, The ones that need to be sold, there's, you know, people really need to move, so they're they're somewhat motivated. But I wouldn't suspect such a major drop um, at this time for those dynamics and those reasons. Um, So that's a little bit about San Mateo. Now let's take a look at Santa Clara. Santa Clara County is very similar in terms of that, but you can see just the drastic change in terms of uh, quantity. You know, Santa Clara County is, in this case, two and a half times larger. So you can see the number of new listings are, were very high in the, in the past, 400. But the trends are, are very similar uh, in terms of the, of the county. So new listings, very substantial every single week in early March. We can notice that it dropped substantially at the week of the shelter. And you can just see the number that have pulled out, that have backed out. All the ratios seem to be very similar um, in terms of the trend. Uh, so there's nothing uh, too surprising here but at least this is the live feed of the data in place same situation as for inventory as you can see the trends are still going down in this case in santa clara county that were about 1.3 months of inventory still extremely low you know especially people from outside of the area i mean these are these are just incredibly low numbers so it's very little for people to choose from even for those that are still qualified and still actively looking one aspect that i do want to show here is related to the price changes uh, the price change is very interesting so this is a chart of the sales price over time for santa clara county and this includes residential single-family condos and townhomes um, you know we're only ten days in in terms of the market, uh, in terms of the data from April. And Remember, all of this is still delayed. So I would be more interested and curious to see how it is now versus the end of April. You can see still th- things were still trending up upwards, which is which is very interesting. Um, yeah, I mean I, I'm I'm still ultimately helping some buyers buy right now, and and some of them still have an offer due date. Some have multiple offers. Uh, I lost on a multifamily recently. Um, it still had eight offers, and we couldn't even go see the property because it was priced very low. So be very cognizant related to uh, expectations. I wouldn't expect things to be much higher than market. I would suspect things are either at market or slightly below, but don't expect much of a drop. So this is Santa Clara County. For San Mateo County, the prices seem to have dropped, at least for the first ten days of April. You can see it was a very strong February and March, and then you can also notice that there's been a pretty a steep decline right now. Um, the challenge, though, is as I mentioned previously, there's only so many properties that were selling, so I think the data point is a little early. So I'd be, you know, I'm going to do this again at the end of April so we can see how this ultimately plays out. But this will be very interesting to see especially the longer that we are going through the shelter. So these were the Maya 2 analysis, and this is all live data as of April ten. Now, uh, the next thing I want to talk about is related to refinances. So I'm getting that question all the time. Um, should I refinance now, should I refinance later? Um, you shouldn't think about refinancing of trying to time it. You should think about refinances as what is it relative to, to what you have. So I had uh, somebody that I talked to before, and she, she asked, hey, look, should I refinance? And I asked, you know, what are your rates and what are your goals? And her previous rate was, you know, 4.3 uh, at a 30-year fix. I'm like, okay, you know, based off of that, and if you can see what it is today, it probably makes sense to do so. Why don't you at least investigate and see if it if it makes sense? So it's all relative, right? I wouldn't think about trying to time it, oh, this is the absolute bottomless refinance now. If it's good for you relative to your goals and relative to like the interest that you're paying in principle, make that judgment call and then make it then. And if it, rates do drop again, um, refinance again later, right? There's many options out there where you cannot pay any cost uh, from doing refinances. So take advantage of that because you never know, right? The challenge right now is the rates right now are not lower than it was in March. Um, and that has to do with various factors. Number one, credits have been tightened. Uh, you saw that on my previous uh, post. Uh, number two, um, banks are really busy, right? They're busy, not just with refinances. They're also busy with, there are plenty of people still buying houses. As you can see, a lot of their own people had to move remotely. So getting that set up and getting that up to speed uh, took time. The other aspect is uh, they're also dealing with a lot of the small business uh, uh, you know products that have been issued just within a week. so there's there there's a constraint from that perspective. So the rates likely can only drop so much at a time. Now maybe over months, you'll see rates uh, you know significantly lower but that'll take months to occur. And if it still makes sense for you relative to the situation, then it it makes sense to go ahead and do so. So that's the suggestion related to the rate side. Everything is case by case. Of course, uh, if you want uh, to get an opinion, feel free to reach out. You can send me what you have, and then I can ask a couple of my lending contacts, and then you can make the decision whether to do it now. If not, at the very least, I'll have that information. If I do see things change, And I can let you know too to say, hey look, Well, now it might make sense for you to re-engage. Do you you wanna have a conversation? So I I do that for my clients as well. So those are the five topics that I wanted to go over this time. Um, If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at any time. Happy to answer that for you. Uh, I will post all of these links on the recording because I will upload this to YouTube and to LinkedIn and other platforms. Um for next week we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh we're going to do a west coast east coast comparison in terms of the markets that are happening then. I'll get one more week of information so I'll include that to that report. Things may change, um but I suspect things will likely have been stabilized at this point. As I mentioned the people that want to sell will sell, the people that want to buy will continue to buy. I'm still actively working with buyers and sellers uh just depending on their environment their situation. So thank you for tuning in. This was the first one, and uh, I'll see you next week.